Hey there, welcome to First Glances, and uh, a very familiar face joining us once again. Uh, we're getting to be kind of like old friends, Dennis. Uh, Dennis Hancock is the CEO of MD. MVMD is the stock symbol. If you haven't been keeping up with MVMD, you should go back into the vault of First Glance with Jody Vance and sort of follow the bouncing ball and the uh, progress being made. And Dennis, I can't wait to get your updates today. Where should we begin? Should we start with ivermectin trials on COVID? Sure, we can, we've got a lot to cover, whatever you feel great, but uh, good to see you by the way. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So let's start okay. there. I'm in. Well, yeah, so ivermectin's been an amazing, um, we obviously have our BSL uh, level four trials happening right now. Um, Heard some positive things coming out of that. Obviously, we don't have final reports and all that, but as far as safety efficacy, uh, I may not have told your viewers um, we were able to successfully add the Brazilian variant as well. Uh, so we were about that, of course, had uh, COVID-19, and then we added the uh, South African variant, and then, of course, now the Brazilian variant. So that's very, pretty exciting. Very exciting. And yeah, so that's coming. Um, again, out of our control, but uh, I think, you know, we're probably weeks, maybe days away on that one. Um, and we'll keep us posted. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting as um, ivermectin, as much as we started with those trials, of course, what we're also super excited about is the husbandry animal side. And we have two trials uh, underway. Um, the uh, trials in Bangladesh are officially starting uh, tomorrow. Uh, I saw some press coverage already, and they're pretty excited about uh, the trial site and the farm and some of the work that's happening there. And uh, the only little hiccup we had was actually getting our Ivectosol into the country. So we had a little... Uh, little holding pattern. And then of course we had to run an assay to make sure that everything was fine. Uh, but very, uh, we're right on schedule for, you know, the schedule start. So everything lined up well there. Then just mind you where that's um, working directly with the government on that trial. And we're lining up uh, commercial production of Ivectosol in the animal uh, grade category. And so that is just a very significant uh, undertaking and, and things are going just incredibly well so far We're contemplating really good results. And that'll sort of start the snowball of, of some good activity there. Which is great news for investors. So just for somebody who hasn't seen, I mean, you've been sort of spoon feed me the information along, <laughs> along the journey, but just for somebody who's just popped in and like, wait, what is MVMD? What is yeah. Invectosol? What is happening in Bangladesh? Wait, 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 what? Yeah. A little hint as to what Invectosol is and how it might impact farming in Bangladesh. Yeah, so great question. We, we have a product uh, that we've patented um, called Quicksol. And that's basically a solubilization technique we apply to the macrocyclic uh, lactone drug class. And in there, one of them is actin and the other that we're working with is selamectin. And so a solubilized ivermectin, um, it's a wonder drug, uh, parasitic drug that invented back in the 80s, Nobel Prize winning uh, drug, has lots, all sorts of different implications for animal health and, of course, human health. And uh, our solubilization technique has made it 5,000 times soluble, which is now the viscosity of water. 
And there's literature. Can you, can you right hear now. my dog? My dog even appreciates that. Yeah, <laughs> that's He's awesome. back there like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And in, in companion animals, we actually do talk about. So you have a very smart oh, he's dog. He's been there. dewormed, man. Yeah. He has had his ivermectin, believe me. Yes. This is a thing. And that's what we really need to, to point out. As you said, it's a, you know, it's a Nobel award winning and it's on the World Health Organization's list of most impactful um, and, and safe yes. uh, deworming antivirals, you know, on the planet. Yeah. This is this is not yeah. new technology, but the new technology, how you're much more uh, impactful and accessible and and useful i'm blown yeah. away by the technology honestly yeah. Dennis, it blows me away the soluble technique is really just broaden applications so significantly yeah. and people are confused because some will say well isn't there already ivermectin and it's a good reminder that we're not uh, we don't manufacture we don't invent new drugs we take world-class drugs vaccines and nutraceuticals and make them more effective in the delivery techniques that we use. Yeah. And this particular uh, drug literature in as late as November that, you know, calls out the solubilization limitation of ivermectin. So a lot of people are, you know, anxiously awaiting to see, can this solubilized ivermectin out of scientists per it will. And of course our team is pretty excited about it. Yeah. Very, very yeah. cool stuff. Well, when you tell me about, you know, just the, the, the delivery problem, it could, cause I mean, we live in such a, such a bubble of, of opportunity and, and, and healthcare and, and animal care, quite frankly, and, and safe and secure farming. And, and it's, we have to move our brains to how this technology might impact on, on the global community. Like thinking about places where drug isn't the problem. It's getting the water to take the drug is the problem. It's like, Whoa. Yeah, that, that well, it's and it's interesting because our oral, like our solubilized oral format, which is sort of a rapid dissolve wafer, um, you hit it bang on. You know, you can consume that without taking water. Um, you know, without having to take the, you know, just to swallow and all of that. I think water is always advisable. You know, as your body, digest. you need to hydrate for sure. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, hydration and such. But the the value of that being able to take it uh, without any of where you take it and how you take it is pretty cool. And can you talk through the cold chain uh, yeah. impacts as well? I mean, we, we are all learning so much about that with, you know, yes. the daily headlines about, I, I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd know what Pfizer would be transported at, Moderna would be transported yeah. at, why J&J is so, you know, easy because the single dose, but it's also, you know, kept at basically room temperature. Like yeah. the fact that we're as informed as we are as a society is really something else. But again, your technology comes into play because cold chain isn't a massive concern. Yeah. Well, so what's really, really cool. And these trials are, um, they're actually in the final throws. We've touched base with our, uh, our colleague at the FDA uh, who's changing. And essentially um, Dr. Kumachov was um the original inventor of the assay for the inactivated poliovirus his father invented oral poliovirus so very very wow. cool work and very transformational engaging with people like that i i think it's a pretty fulfilling thing for science people like mike and reach our team that are they just have the you know the pleasure of working in that environment but the nutshell of that um 
So for people that don't understand cold chain, there's a World Health Organization standard. All the drug manufacturers and vaccine manufacturers work in this two to eight degree band for manufacturing and, and transportation logistics. And that seems fairly straightforward here in North America as you start to get into third world countries where 90% of them don't have the electricity infrastructure, cold chain starts to become a really big deal. And so I've shared previously, you know, 17 plus billion dollars in logistics. And that doesn't include, you know, the wonder vaccines you're seeing to minus 70, minus 80 degrees, the normal cold chain logistics. And then in the vaccine space, um, there's an estimate of another $35 billion a year of vaccines that are wasted, which is almost half of them. And that's just, you know, they come out of cold chain. Uh, there's a three day and a five day uh, window that, you know, you prescribe at certain temperatures. And once it's spoiled, those vaccines. So what we're doing is we're taking the IPV, the inactivated polio vaccine, uh, we're laying it in our desiccated liposome format. Um, I use the I use the word printing. It's not actually a printing technique, but it helps you understand. Imagine printing it on a film, you know, right. film inside a, a normal vial, and that gets um, shipped outside of cold chain and then rehydrated locally and delivered, you know, administered just as they do today with a needle. Yeah, and so we're very optimistic. We'd already tested our um, rapid dissolve strip, which is like a, an ODF, the the thin film. And that's been tested up to 25 degrees. And this has way less moisture, almost no moisture. And moisture is the nemesis when you're going after cold chain results. So we, you know, we're very, very optimistic that that's going to be positive. And basically we're doing a 35 uh, degree test, a 40 degree and 45 degree test. So we'll, we'll have a band of just how significant is most would say. If we stopped at 25 degrees, that's pretty significant. But I think, you know, to truly transform the space, uh, our ambitions are aligned, uh, I think, where it should be. So uh, we'll see something on that. I would say we are inside days now. Um, Great. You know, next week we might have uh, our worst case. Uh, In fairness, uh, I can't rush the FDA. They've got, um, but but pretty excited about that. If you're excited about what you're hearing, MVMD, Mountain Valley MD, the stock symbol MVMD is where flag it, watch I have been doing so. CEO Dennis Hancock, always available to uh, answer investment questions and connect. What's the website? Uh, MountainValleyMD.com. MountainValleyMD.com. Very easy to remember that. Any yeah. other updates you want to give us before we wrap for today? Well, you know, probably... Um, exciting stuff that I would just hint that's coming. I've already alluded to the work uh, with Selamectin. You know, recently yeah. we've been able to solubilize Selamectin. Um, very close to finalizing um, trials on Selamectin. So just to give people a sense of how important that is. And, you know, we're moving very fast on that as well. Um, and then I have a second lane. Um, people didn't don't realize that... Um, even with ivermectin, I think we everyone just jumps to COVID, but it's such a broad, broad drug. And, and frankly, we were doing it way before COVID was even on our on our business plan. Um, so COVID represents a very tiny fraction of what we're doing with that drug. But the other one, um, there's some phenomenal literature about ivermectin and its relationship in the cancer space. 
um, namely bladder cancer and really? uh, breast cancer. And so we're, you know, I've in the past have talked about how that's been on our whiteboard. Um, my hint would be that it's going to come off our whiteboard really soon. We're very close to getting going uh, with some world-class cancer trials uh, that would also, you know, show the impact of Ivectasol in another lane. So Space. I love that. the question that we get asked is like, well, how do you guys do this stuff so fast and how much in it's a reminder of our business model. We're a formulation team. So we work with third, third parties in all sorts of capacities to maximize our research. And it's been such a successful model for us because we do the formulation work. We do all of that in-house. We're able to produce, ship, you know, for all the testing protocols and then spreading, you know, people don't realize we've done work at University, McMaster University. We're doing projects at Tulane. We have third-party CROs in the Husband Your Animal. We have three of them on the go right now. And so we're able to do a lot really fast um, by just working with world-class partners. And it's it's pretty cool how I, I'd use the word change makers all the time. You know, when you're working with change makers, yeah. they're pretty inspired to keep digging with us and you know making things available. Uh, because, hey, innovation, uh, people that get it, they get it. Something special happens when everybody pulls in the same direction, right? It can be Absolutely. threatening to others, though. Uh, you know, there are people that are want to challenge that even in the face of it yeah. actually coming together. And I congratulate you on what you've achieved so far. And I look forward to hearing what's coming off the whiteboard and going to land right here on another future episode of First Glance with Jody Vance. Always a pleasure to hang out with you, Dennis. Awesome. Thanks, Jody. Great to see you. 